Welcome to Cinema Convos. This is the show where we bring guests with different tastes in film. I'm your host, Yash, and I'm here with my producer, Zach, and our special Hello. guest, Taylor. Hello. And today we are discussing the film, The Hangover, from 2009, directed by Todd Phillips and starring Bradley Cooper, Ed Helms, Zach Galifianakis, and Ken Jeong. And before we get started today, just wanted to issue a quick spoiler warning. If you haven't seen this movie, be sure to check it out before listening to this episode. And with that, I'll get started with some of our preliminary questions. And the first question I have for everyone today is, starting with Taylor, what's your first memory or best memory with this movie? Hey, Yash, it's great having been on the podcast. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. Um, to answer your question, honestly, I saw this movie, I don't know, back when it came out in the theaters with my dad. And honestly, my dad has a very unique like laugh where he like is really, really loud. And he's not a big movie guy, but my favorite memory, because he loves this movie, my favorite memory is him like being so loud in the movie theaters because he thought it was so funny. Because yeah. I mean, this movie, you know, you've seen it. Mm. It's a cons. It's like, you know, you're nonstop laughing the whole time in it. Yeah. You know, wouldn't you all agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. What about yeah. you, Zach? I didn't see it when it was in the theater, but I feel like I watched it like maybe a couple years after. I think I watched it like on like, HBO or something. Yeah, like I watched it with my dad as well. And yeah, it's like, has a memory. And yeah, so like I just remember it just, yeah, like being just laughs all the way through. Um, like, I can't remember. It doesn't really have like a lot of slow, like moments. It just kind of laughs all the way through. And that's something that, that, that I do appreciate about the movie. If you yeah, haven't seen this movie too, like uh, it's on, I think on, you know, it's it's on like once a week on different various channels, you know, I think it was on Comedy yeah, Central this weekend. Mm-hmm. It was kind of funny because yeah, we were doing this podcast and I thought it was funny that it was on TV. Yeah, I mean, for me, like this, this is a movie that I definitely was not allowed to watch when it came out. <laughs> so, so I, I saw it. Like when I turned 17, I watched a bunch of arted movies, including a bunch of comedies. And this is one of the ones I was like, I have to watch it because I've heard so much about it. That's funny. I actually watched like all three of them because they were all out at that point. Yeah, back to back to back. And yeah, this one just stands out because just it's just so funny. This one's way better than the other ones. Oh yeah, 100%. Uh, Absolutely. absolutely. Like, I mean, you you can just watch this one, you know. Like this is the only one of the three that you absolutely have to watch. For sure. But yeah, it's it's just, I just remember it, like over the years, it's become a movie that it's one of my favorite comedies. Uh, when I first watched it, I was watching so many comedies, it was just a lot to process. <laughs> but um, but this, this movie is just, it's just funny. It's just situation these characters are in are just, it's just so ridiculous. And it's just seeing, seeing every crazy scenario, scene after scene, it's just so much fun to watch. And, you know, after actually going to Vegas, it just takes me back to Vegas when I watch it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, for sure. For sure. If, you, if you've been to Vegas, you have to watch The uh, Hangover because this is a funny take on your, you know, everyone's first trip to Vegas. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Four of us wolves running around the desert together in Las Vegas looking for strippers and cocaine. We've talked about how this movie is, you know, it's hilarious. It's very funny. But I was just curious if, you know, what were some of your guys' favorite aspects of the movie my favorite aspect of it is this how they're they were able to like to switch it up and be constantly funny the whole time because you know some movies they like just you know they beat the dead horse over and over again with mm-hmm. the same jokes but this one just had so many different turns so unexpected yeah. it's just constantly funny the whole time 
It feels like you there's know? something new happening every few minutes. Exactly. Like stuff like, you know, just crazy stuff exactly. you would never even think, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I like the aspect, I, I, I love gambling. So I love the aspect of like the, the gambling was thrown in there, obviously, because yeah. it's Vegas. But it, it was funny, like how they, Alan was reading the book, how to comp cards on the way up there. <laughs> and then he ended up using it to save them, you know, get, get the money to, uh, oh, you know, nice. find Doug. There's anything about gambling. It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Counting cards is a foolproof system. It's also illegal. It's not illegal. It's frowned upon, like masturbating on an airplane. I'm pretty sure that's illegal, too. Yeah, maybe after 9-11, where everybody gets so sensitive. I'm going to take a second to bounce off that and just say Alan is probably one of my favorite movie characters of all time. Uh-huh. Just so <laughs> yes. I used one of his quotes for an for a Instagram pap- caption I made because I went to a Jonas Brothers concert. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no good for me Jonas Brothers are in town but like in 2009 that joke is completely different you know yeah yeah I know I know for sure <laughs> no yeah. I think I think another most famous character though is I mean Alan's obviously you know world-class yeah. famous but Mr. Chow too oh Mr. Yeah. Chow for sure oh no everyone everyone quotes that you know that sucking these shiny nuts uh quote you know everyone <laughs> said that before what about you Zach what are some of your favorite aspects of the movie yeah, one of my favorite aspects of this movie is that I don't think it really ever uh, slows down, really. I mean, it's consistently funny throughout, and it just keeps a steady pace. And yeah, it really has no uh, lulls either, no slow parts. A lot of movies kind of fail at that. And, you know, when you're playing it for laughs over and over again, and you're not being creative, it gets kind of old. Like, you're sort of like kind of bored with it. I never feel that in a hangover. I really think it it does what it does so well. To add on to that too, um, Hangover is one of those movies where you can watch it over and over again; it'll still be funny too. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely, those, yeah. You I know can, those comedies yes. that like it's honestly got you, know, you see it once or twice, and after that, it's not that funny. But yeah. Hangover, you know, you can watch it, you know, every couple months, and it'll still be funny as it was the first time. Yeah, I, mean, I think movie, has- I think movie moves at a really good pace comedy and as Zach said it has a good central story and it establishes the relationship with these characters very quickly and very effectively you you kind of know that Alan's the oddball that they have to invite and mm-hmm. like the three of them are close and I don't know just like their dynamic is established very quickly but it's so believable and, and, and right at the beginning of the movie they show you their friend went missing like exactly. they tell you that up front and you're just immediately intrigued, like, how did this happen? And now, now yes. I'm invested. Yeah, it gets you, gets you hooked in, like, right away. <laughs> because sometimes yeah. movies show you, like, the end before the movie starts. It's not effective. But for, for this movie, it works. <clears throat> Tracy, it's Phil. Phil, where the hell are you guys? I'm freaking out. Yeah, listen. Uh, we fucked up. What are you talking about? The bachelor party, the whole night. It's... We lost Doug. We can't find Doug. What are you saying, Phil? We're getting married in five hours. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Well, like it doesn't show you like the end of the film, right? At the beginning, but it does show you a part into the story far enough along at the very beginning of the film where you find out immediately at the start of the film what the main conflict is and what the main what the main idea of the story is. So you're not throughout the movie, you're not constantly like wondering what it's going to be so that's less time that they have to waste explaining that and they have more time to be consistently funny because they explain the main central conflict right off the bat and i think that's a tool that this film utilizes really well that's a good point Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, for a movie that's so wild and crazy, it actually features almost like no scenes of actual partying, which is just insane to think about. You're right. That is a good point. That is really interesting. Yeah. The whole night is never shown to us and it's just revealed to us via photos at the end. And I think that's like really I honestly don't think it would have been as funny if they did it, if they mm-hmm. showed us the actual night. Because, right. you know, like our whole time, we're just trying to picture what they did the whole night. Whereas, you know? whereas like, what, the hell, what the hell did they do, you know? Completely in the dark. And, and yeah, like exactly. they're finding out as the movie goes on, just how crazy the things they did. It's like, yeah. they stole a cop car, they stole a tiger, they, they wound up with a baby. You know, it's crazy stuff. Yeah, you know? so many it's crazy. Things. So many I mean, they hung out with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson punched. I hung out with Mike face, Tyson. <laughs> Average night in Vegas. I, mean, I don't know what's crazy about yeah, that. Average night in Vegas, but <laughs> you know, for me to like a movie, it takes a lot, and I really like The Hangover. You know, that's a special <laughs> aspect of it too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, looking at looking at just the cast list of this movie, there's quite a few people who are a lot more famous now, actually. So I was yeah, just for sure. I was just wondering what. What is your opinion on some of the any are there any actors in this movie that you tend to follow their work or are a fan of? Definitely, uh, you know Zach Galifianakis because like this was like his coming out role, wasn't it? Yeah, it absolutely was. It absolutely yeah. was. I would have to, you know, I can't think of any of his works off the top of my head right now. But you know, <laughs> you know, every movie he does is pretty funny. And then also, uh, yeah. Mr. Uh, Mr. Chow, uh, what's what's his, what's the name of the actor again? Uh, Ken Jong. Ken Jong. He, you know, he's a funny comedian. I just I watch his stand up now. I follow his stand up. Yeah, I watch. Uh, you know, he has a couple Netflix uh, specials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's really. I think he's really because he was actually a doctor before The Hangover. Right? Yeah, he was a medical and then, doctor. You know, he and then he got the role in The Hangover and then kind of took off from there. So that's really cool. See, he's fine. Now give me money, or I shoot him. And I shoot all you motherfuckers. And then we take it. Your choice, bitches. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, you I know, think, you don't really hear, that's a cool story to have. I think Ken Jong said in his, one of his newer standard specials that The Hangover quite literally changed his life. Yeah, for sure. So that's true. I forgot, I forgot that, yeah, I know he said the story. I forgot what the backstory was, how he got the role, but you know, completely. Yeah, uh, specifics, but I remember it was an interesting one. It's definitely I can't believe it, cha- it changed his whole career path. <laughs> I love that though. Can you imagine going to medical school for seven years, undergrad, four years, you know? Well, at least he can fall back on that if he needs to. Exactly. You become a doctor and then like, okay, well, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to be a doctor now. I'm going to be in the hangover and then, you know, do acting and comedy. He's really funny. Yeah. It's funny because Mr. Chow's character is really funny in this movie. And I think he's funny whenever he's on screen. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I remember with the third film, there was a big focus on Mr. Chow and a yeah. lot of, a lot of critics. Oh, he was like him. the main focus of mm-hmm. like the third one. And like, I remember a lot of critics, critics were criticizing the movie because, you know, they think Mr. like too much Mr. Chow is kind of annoying, which mm-hmm. I don't personally yeah. agree with. I think he's funny. And I think the third True. movie is actually fairly underrated because yes. at least it does something different. The second movie is just copy and paste and put it in yeah. Thailand. Like, Joe, stop! You motherfuckers! Leslie, get down from there! Please, you're gonna hurt yourself! Nothing hurts, Chow! I am invisible! It's invincible, and you're not! You're just out of your fucking mind! Now, get down from there before you die! Die? How do you kill what's already dead? (laughs) You know, don't you think, would you agree that Mr. Uh, Chow is a better, like, side character than anything? 
I feel like yeah. he he I feel like he kills yes. that role where it's for sure you know not not the main actor in any of his stuff. He's more of like that add on to comic relief guy. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I feel like in yeah. all of his stuff, he's the same way. I know he has like yeah. a series on TV too now, doesn't he? Like Doctor something. I don't know. Yeah, Doctor. It's on TV. Um, Doctor Ken on ABC. Yeah, Doctor Ken on ABC. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to the, the question I asked, I guess, for me, um, I've become a big fan of Bradley Cooper over the years. Absolutely. He's, he's really funny in this movie, but he's shown he can do dramatic roles as well in the last maybe like six or seven years. Is it odd? He has like really, you know, big range. He can play a variety of roles. True. Yeah, and he's starting to, you know, after A Star is Born a few years ago, he's showing that he has, he has a knack for directing as well. So we'll see where his career goes from here. Yeah, he's. I, I like him a lot, and I actually watched The Hangover before I watched The Office, but then I watched The yeah. Office. I'm like Ed Helms. I'm like it's Stu. Andy Bernard. Andy Bernard. I think he's pretty funny. Did The Office come out before Hangover? Yes. Yeah, I did. Okay. I, yeah. I haven't watched it. Yet. Started in '05. It started in '05. Well, well so, so, so you so you know Andy's role. He came on later. Was he already yeah. in The Office at that point or no? Or yeah, he, he was after? already on because I think a merger in the office i think happened what season like two what? or three. three so like yeah. that is where andy's character came from so like i think oh seven oh eight sounds about right and this movie yeah. came out in 09 so he i i think he would have been people who watched the office like they knew who he was but you know obviously he wasn't a household name they probably knew his face from the office but that really was his stardom um talking about the stars of this movie yeah um so, like, for those four main guys, I mean, this was, like, their big break. The three guys and, like, Ken Jong, Adley Cooper, I'm sure he had been in some stuff. He was still like, relatively new, though, at the time. He was still relatively new. I remember I saw him in The Hangover, but I think the first role party. that I really... But the, but the first role that I really remember him as being a big, like, dramatic actor... Um, I love Wedding Crashers, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. I think, that's a good one too. That was almost one. That was almost the one I picked too. Yeah, my favorite movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the first act. I didn't even realize he was in it too. <laughs> small part. Oh, he was in it. Yeah. First movie that really put Bradley Cooper on the map was Limitless. Yeah, well, I, well, I think that movie really showed that he's. I think The Hangover showed he was capable. Limitless showed that he could be a star in a movie, and I, I don't think that would have happened without The Hangover. I can't remember w w which one came first. I think The Hangover was first. You don't like me, and I don't blame you. You see a self-defeating, energy-sucking piece of shit who's sponging off your husband. You're wishing I'd blow my brains out, but my existence shouldn't make you this upset. What is it? That's none of your business. Something wrong in law school? How do you know I'm in law school? People who aren't usually don't carry around dry, academically constipated books about a dead Supreme Court justice. You're a creep, aren't you? You've been, you've been following me. No, I just noticed the book. You just saw the corner of it. How did you know that? Somehow, my unconscious had served that up. A memory I'd never even recorded. Or was it there the whole time? All I needed was the access. Talking about Zach Calfinakis, yeah. He was known to a certain amount of life through his stand-up and stuff. He was still kind of underground. But then The Hangover happened and was hit big. And then he was just in a bunch of other comedies. He really almost exclusively did comedies. He did some dramatic roles here and there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, The Hangover, you know, um, likewise, everybody else in this movie was, was the point where they kind of took off into bigger and better things. However, one person who I'd feel bad for here is like the actor who played Doug. He, he didn't do hardly anything after this. That's what I was going to say. Like he, the movie was centered around him. 
but he, he, he was probably only in it for maybe 10 minutes <laughs> you know i know like, it's about it's him great. it's literally about it's him about he's him. never it's really in the movie barely in it. Barely in it. <laughs> i know the actor um like, i don't i don't know anything uh, he's in. i don't know anything he's in he was in the national treasure movies i believe the second one He's in really? That's literally all I know. That's literally all I know. I mean, I don't know anything like, about He's him. in the very beginning of the movie, and the next time you see him is like the very end when he's all sunburned up on the roof. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he, real, yeah, he, he has very little dialogue, very, very little very, scenes. Real, real quick about this, the sequels, it's one thing I think they could have done is involve Doug's character a bit more, and he's just kind of Agreed. all on in every movie. And just, yeah, what? It doesn't really make sense. In the second one, who do they lose? They lose Doug again or no? They lose uh, it was her girl's brother. Right? Oh, yeah, her brother. Yeah, I remember that. But, like, True. They, they, they're but like, like, why is he not with them? But, like, why is Doug not going with him? It's like, yeah, uh, it's, it's, like, it's like they didn't have enough money to pay Doug, you know, for the second and third movie. Yeah. I'm like, he's not worth that much. He's not worth that much. They could have easily accommodated him. Yeah, I know. I, know. Kind of an I don't know if they had incorporated his character a bit more later on. I agree. Yeah. No, uh, Maybe he's a bad yeah, actor. Like, he, I mean, he might be. I mean, that might be. He just doesn't have the same acting. Maybe he had to become like start a new day job or something. Maybe the acting wasn't paying the bills. You know, because there was like a good like Maybe. couple year gap between the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So yeah, obviously this movie has a ton of hilarious moments. But I was just curious. You know, what is your favorite scene in the movie, and you know, why is it your favorite, or why does it stand out? I think I'm going to go with the most famous scene. Uh, I think it's the one where they uh, finally get all the money after staying up all night and gambling all night. And they show up and they got the, it's the, it's a black Doug. It's, a, it's the wrong Doug. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Mr. I'll Chow jumps out of the car and uh, says his famous line, suck on these Chinese nuts. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that's a, that's a funny part. What, is this some kind of joke? Who the hell is this? That is not Doug. What are you talking about, Willis? Got him! No, I'm sorry, Mr. Chow. That's not our friend. He, it's... <laughs> the Doug we're looking for is a white. Yeah, that's a good part. What about you, Zach? Uh, um, I think probably my favorite scene in the movie is um, when they are taken to the police station um, after they are arrested, um, and then they all get tased in front of that group of kids. I mean, yeah, like, it's not a lot of, there's not a lot of jokes being told, but I just think that's a really good exercise in physical comedy, especially Alan when he's being tased. Um, I think it's super funny, like, how he doesn't go down right away, and I, I, just, I just think that's hilarious. And um, one other part of that scene I love is that, like, the cop who's, like, tasing them, Rob Riggle, who I think is hilarious. I think he's super funny. I just love everything he's in and i just think he's super hilarious so even though he's in this he's only in this scene and really in it for a small part i think i think he just makes this scene all that funnier do i have any volunteers who want to come up here and do some shooting huh all right how about you young lady come on up here all right let's go handsome come on not you fat jesus slide it on back you pretty boy all right now it's real simple all you got to do is point aim and shoot all right okay <laughs> You don't really want to do this. You can do this, just focus. Don't listen to this maniac. Let's think this thing through. Finish him! Right in the nuts, that was beautiful. Another low-key, like, uh, funny part 
of the whole movies are like is the constant like uh, conflict between the guys and the girls that are going on you know they have to they keep on getting phone calls from their wives and they have to keep on oh, oh yeah saying, like nothing everything's okay and then you know um Stu's like girlfriend is like crazy and insane and thinks yeah. he's in wine country I think that's funny that he, he had a lie to her because he couldn't <laughs> even lie to her <laughs> he was she was explaining to her that wine country's so great it's so calm we went to bed at nine o'clock last night <laughs> yeah for me the funny part for me one of my favorite moments has always been like when when uh doug and what's probably cooper's character's name uh phil uh, actually go to win all the phil. money in blackjack and what's yeah. funny is recently i saw i saw the movie rain man and in that movie there's a very similar scene but it, it involves you know Dustin Hoffman and Tom Cruise, and it just reminded me of like a, a comic version of that scene. Oh, I think I think they're actually trying to reenact that exact scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah a bit because because uh, Alan earlier in the movie mentions Rain Man. He goes, "Oh really? Yeah." At, in the gas yeah. station part, he goes, "That, that makes sense." Be Rain Man. It all yeah, came. Yeah, yeah. It all came full circle for me not too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. I love how he's like you know like he's calculating all the formulas in his head just to count cards it's so funny yeah and like you can see them as well like yeah it's i mean it's hard to pick one scene because it's just it's so i agree it's just so funny the whole time yeah it's hard hard. like especially in a movie that has so many great scenes and it's very hard i think i'm I'm, i did mess up early though i i combined two different scenes but the part where uh chow mr chow jumps out of the back of a car when they first get it mm-hmm. is yes. hilarious but then when but when they when they realize they got the wrong doug is like really 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 funny he's barely in the movie i love black yeah. doug uh, it's just funny he goes yeah <laughs> and that's when they realize like what actually happened to him mm-hmm. no fuck that shit no you give us our 80 grand back and take him with no, you no come on man i'll be your doug you know, we've kind of mentioned how this is this is definitely the best of the series because I think the sequels are definitely made because of how successful this movie was. Mm-hmm. But I was just curious, what are some of you your thoughts on the sequels, and you know what what makes this movie better than those? If if that's your opinion, um, I don't I don't think I've seen the third one. I don't or I, or I don't remember it. But the second one, I just remember being exactly like the first one. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the same plot basically was his name's getting married in Thailand. You know, I don't know. I just feel like this one's better because it's Vegas. Like, I feel like a lot of Americans, a lot of people can really relate to Vegas more than Thailand. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just a really funny movie, you know, <laughs> and it's original. And like the second one where you already, you know, it's basically the same plot. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Phil, I think it's happened again. Oh, what the fuck did you do? I didn't do anything, I swear to God. You're right in saying that the uh, second one doesn't really do anything special, and it really is just a copy of the uh, first one. But something I do like about the third is that they at least tried to do something a little bit different. You know, how the second one basically copies the same basic structure of the first one, the Third one changes it up a little bit, you know. It's not just the three guys um, going to find somebody who uh, went missing. They change up the uh, whole structure of it. They have to go after Mr. Chow. They also end up in Vegas again, so that's fun. I really actually do appreciate it because it does try to be a little bit darker, too. That's something I've always liked about the movie. So, yeah, I... 
I agree that the, the, that the second one really is just a copy, but I kind of appreciate the third one at, at least a little bit for trying to be a little different. Where is he? He's in fucking Vegas. Shotgun. Oh. Yeah, for me, um, I'll, I'll kind of bounce off that. The third movie, I think, it, it has the worst reviews of the three. It does. I, I like it more than the second one just because it does do something different. Um, the second movie, what's interesting is it, it does so many of the same concepts, but it focuses so much more on the raunchiness and the grossness that it kind of loses the charm of the first movie, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. The first movie, I, I feel like isn't, it's intelligently written. And the second movie, just it just changes the location and makes things a lot more gross. Like, I don't did know how know, to describe it. Yeah. Did you know, did you know the first, uh, I mean, the first Hangover made the most money that, uh, more than any other comedy, you know, when it was released? How many ever? Wow! Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that, it but beat, that, that's not that surprising. Considering it beat Beverly Hills Cop when uh, when it was released. But I mean, I don't know what the you know what it is now. But back you know when it was released like, in two thousand nine, it was the number one comedy. Yeah, it was. I mean, The Hangover was very successful for sure. I've watched the first movie so many times, and yeah, again, you can definitely just watch the first movie, and it wraps up the storylines pretty well. You don't need more. But if you really want to see these characters again, the sequels are watchable. They're just not as good. Not nearly as good. Here's a good, here's a good question, though. Uh, I was doing some research before, you know, just trying to see if there's any fun facts about it. Mm -hmm. They apparently looked into Jack Black and Jonah Hill. You think that would have made the movie funnier, worse? What do do y'all think? No way. That for Zach Galifianakis' character? Have them play who? Oh, for, for Alan, yeah. But both of those for Alan, yeah. I don't think it would have worked nearly as good as Zach Galifianakis. I think he just Zach Galifianakis is a certain certain amount of just strange. He's just weird. It really comes through on the screen, and I don't know yeah. if Jack Black or Jonah Hill I could have really done that as well. I, I, th- I like Jonah Hill. I think Jonah Hill could have been equally as funny. I, I think Alan killed the role, yeah. obviously, but I think uh, you know I think Jonah Hill could have maybe been equally as funny because he. he you know, Jonah Hill plays plays that role pretty good. He's a talented guy. Movies. He can do a lot. He does. Yeah. It would have had to been like fat Jonah Hill, though, not skinny Jonah Hill nowadays. True, true, yeah. true. But I also feel like with Jonah Hill, especially around that time, 2009, he had been in a lot of other stuff pretty, like, around that time. So, like, I feel like audiences knew what to expect from him. The, the fun of having Zach Galifianakis is that really no one knew who he was. Yeah, it makes and sense. And so it was a surprise. I think I'm, I'm. I consider myself a fan of both Jack Black and Jonah Hill, but I think oh, yeah. Zach Galifianakis just brought again. He brought a certain like weirdness, and he's not like his character could have easily been very obnoxious and loud to be funny, but he doesn't have to be. He just says mm. super weird stuff constantly, and I don't know. I feel like Jack Black and Jonah Hill might have made the character a bit more like loud mouth or like maybe take away a little bit from the weirdness that Zach Galifianakis brought but I think they're all gifted actors and it's always hard to imagine like what if the cast of someone else because in an iconic role and we're the three best friends that anybody could have we're the three best friends that anyone could have we're the three best friends that anyone can have and we'll never ever 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 leave each other like this mm-hmm. True. Apparently, Alan also, or you know, Zach Galifianakis apparently improvised a lot of the, a lot of what he said too. You yeah. know, I'm not surprised cool. by that at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of comedies you'll find that the veteran actors and even like newcomers, like they'll just improvise a lot because I mean, you never know. That's what makes Will, 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 Will Ferrell so funny because he improvises a lot of his, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of his movies the whole time. 
Yeah, he. I, I think I remember reading that like a lot of Step Brothers is improvised. Exactly. Exactly. I love. I love I think that. Talladega is that way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Talladega a lot of nights. It. Probably uh, old school is like that too. Yeah, I just saw it was old school for the first time recently. Really? That movie's yeah. funny. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I had high hopes because it's Todd Phillips comedy, and I love The Hangover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but um. It it was funny. It still it still had plenty of funny. What stuff. was uh What was Todd Phillips like? Uh, first uh, movie he uh, wrote. I think his first main one might have just been. I don't know what his first one, but I think his first major one was Old School. Old School, yeah. Old School then, was his main. His two thousand three, and then The Hangover two thousand nine. He's done a couple of stuff since now then. Did, but now he's also the director of Joker, which is an award winning. Yep, movie. he's Joker, really? which That's crazy. you wouldn't think Hangover and Joker were the same yeah, no, guy. I know. That's crazy. Yeah, that's oh. a good movie. I, I saw that movie recently, like last Christmas for the first time. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. Like, I really liked yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I like, I like oh. the, the the guy who played Joker is really good. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin mm-hmm. Phoenix. He's what's great about him is that he's crazy in the movie and he's crazy like in real life. So like it works out. <laughs> it works well. I feel I feel like to play the role of Joker though, you have to have both, you know. He didn't have to try that hard. He's like, I'm that way already. <laughs> who, who, was it, who, was but, the, who was the guy that played the Joker in the Dark Knight? Who was like Ledger? amazing? Who died? Heath Ledger. He died, right? Yeah, he's Ledger. Like he's like an amazing actor who like worked at it. Heath he Ledger like, is, still, is still my favorite Joker. Yeah. You think he would have? You think he would have killed the role as Joker in that movie? In the Joker movie? I don't think he. No, I actually don't, because I think he wouldn't. Because the way Joaquin Phoenix played him so awkwardly and so uncomfortably, mm-hmm. it wasn't like um, polished acting. Heath Edger, I mean, has some, yes, his acting is like better, but Joaquin Phoenix played the awkward kind of crazy role so good that would have been so, it's so right for this movie. I just think yeah. it's a very, it's a very different approach to the character. It's like the, the origins of the character versus exactly, which is like, yes, character exactly. already existing. Um, that's like your highest rated movie. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite films. Usually, when I have to pick one mo- one favorite movie, I say The Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, the whole trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Ooh. the Joker, Todd Phillips, kind of showed that he can do. Not to say that comedy isn't an art form, but he can do movies beyond just raunchy comedies. And I'm True. I'm, I'm excited to see what he does next, to be honest. He's, yes. he's on the radar now. One interesting fact about Todd Phillips that actually sort of relates here, I believe this is true. Mike Tyson, when he was originally asked to be in the movie, he originally uh, said no. But then he found out Todd Phillips was also directed Old School, which happens to be one of Mike Tyson's like favorite movies. So yeah, he signed on because he loved old school. There's just a little interesting little fact about that. Who the hell are you? Who the hell are you? Quiet, quiet. Mike Tyson? This is my favorite part coming up right now. I can feel it coming in the tonight. You course, my guy. Before we wrap up today, um, I always like to ask this question. It's kind of a hard question because we're all usually talking about someone's favorite movie or one of their favorite movies. But is there anything in the movie that you would change to improve it? Or do you think this is a perfect movie? That's tough. And either answer is valid. Obviously, you can... I need to think. I don't know. I think it's a really good movie as is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to pick anything, uh, you know? To change so it's just so, so funny the whole time. Do, I think it does it really well. Just True. Laugh the whole way through. 
I don't know. I, I like the end where they show some of the pictures of what they did because you know the whole time you're thinking like, what the hell did they do this whole time? You yeah. know, you know, maybe, maybe like show that. some more pictures. I don't know. Maybe that's uh, that's the yeah. only thing you could think of. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, like I wouldn't change anything about the movie. I don't think. Like I think when you change something, it kind of takes it away from the yeah. original piece you have. One thing I would change, however, is that I would eliminate the sequels from existence. I don't think we need them. I think they're unnecessary, and I think the original movie works great as a standalone piece. So, yeah, I wouldn't change anything about the original, but I would just get rid of the sequels entirely. I say we delete it right now. Are you nuts? I want to find out how I wind up in the hospital. Is that in there? Yeah, it's in there. Guys, one time. Deal? Deal. Deal. You don't even need sequels for it. You know? No, you don't. It's it was hilarious. a cash grab. No, no, no. It was a absolutely shameless cash grab. The only yeah. reason they sequels is because there was no story left to tell. It was the money. Yeah. Because it I mean, made it, Penguin it, made so much damn money. Was, uh, everything was like wrapped up in the you know the first one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, you know, when when a when a comedy is as successful as The Hangover was, they're gonna make a sequel. It's well, almost you know, true. Just yeah. think of like. All the comedies of sequels are never, never even never. remotely as funny as. Yeah. Yet I'm they thinking, still keep making them. I'm Why don't like, we learn our lesson, in Hollywood? You know, like Anchorman 2. Like, that movie was like terrible compared to the first one. Okay, Anchorman okay. Let's, like Anchorman 2? Let's, uh, okay. I have to, I have to, uh, okay. I have, that's something that I have to hardly disagree with. Anchorman 2 isn't as good, but it might be, god damn, I've laughed harder at some scenes in Anchorman 2 than I've laughed harder at any other movie scene there's some scenes in anchorman 2 that i am rolling on the floor laughing it's not as good as anchorman oh no but it might be well like, i watched it makes me laugh as hard it's not harder i watched i watched the anchorman movies back to back for the first time so i didn't have any anticipation built up for the second one i think that's a big factor too yeah um but yeah i think i think i wouldn't want to change anything in the original movie but i i, I think there's there's a potential for a good sequel with these characters. And I think mm -hmm. if there was a chance to redo the sequels, I, I would go back in time and take it. I mean, approach the second movie, how they approach the third movie and change up the premise. Don't just do the same a thing. Little bit. Um, I think they could do a new, a new spinoff right now. Like, you know, coming up, they could do one with the, the wives go to go to Vegas. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. That'd be a good turn. Right. You should check out the Except film. The film Girls the Trip. Wives don't really, I mean, that could be good, except the wives don't really, like, have any, like, I mean, reason to be hanging out. They don't have anything in common except for who they're married to. Well, that's what the, the screenwriters will whip something up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you have any questions for us, Taylor? Or I can move on to the conclusion, if not. Yeah. Uh, how many movies do you watch a week, Yash? <laughs> oh, man. It, it, <laughs> It ranges anywhere from, and keep in mind, I watch a lot of TV series too, but just movies, it's anywhere from like two to six. Two to six? Wow. Yeah, that's, that's still a lot. Like, oh. that's honestly <laughs> a lot for a week. A slow week is when I watch like one or two movies in a week. Wow. That's a lot. Two to six <laughs> a week. So maybe sometimes one, one a day. Well, nowadays I've limited my movie watching to the weekends just to oh, really? make sure I don't get like bored of watching movies, which can happen. Believe sure. it. You get bored of watching movies? If I, if I watch one every day, eventually I'll need a break. Yeah. I'll be like, okay, I need to do something else with my time. I do. I get bored of watching movies. Yeah, I, li I, li <laughs> I limit how many movies I can watch so I can enjoy it more. 
I understand. I agree. Less is more sometimes. But yeah. What a, do you usually uh, write a review after every movie you watch, or? Yeah, I, I do actually. Um, but usually it's not right after. It's. it's He's got an Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you have a website too, don't you? Yeah, I have. I have the blog on my yeah. WordPress blog. How's that going? Good. I mean, I update it as I watch more movies. So nowadays during the. I watch some reviews. <laughs> I do tend to update it pretty frequently, like mm-hmm. once a week. How many how many reviews is it up to now? North of seventeen hundred. It's it's pretty wow. damn that's a uh, lot. That's yeah. pretty good. You, you can, have a collection. Good money you have a library, Josh. Like you could open a library and just have your reviews in it. Name your top five movies. <laughs> yeah, according to Josh, you know your your website. Yeah, I have. I'll pull up the list of, of thirty, and I'll say five of them. <laughs> okay. Cause it's tough. So like you just have like a list of 30 of your top movies. Yeah. And, I, and they're no, they're not really in order. They're not really in order, but I do have like five favorites, but what I, what I, how I, how I actually do it is every time I watch 500 movies, I add 10 to the list. So I you take 10 off or no, no, I just add 10, make it longer. Oh, okay. Cause it was originally top 10, but I, over the years I've made it top 30. It's hard to like, you know, compare movie to movie you know everything is i mean a lot of these movies have different goals entirely but exactly of course dark knight the last harry potter movie i haven't seen the last harry potter movie i don't know why oh. you should definitely watch it okay. i watch it for the first time over the summer i watch it for the first time over the summer. i need to watch okay. everything in order again or to understand it yes or no? probably should yeah but what um is it a two-part though it's the, it's yeah. the eighth movie like of the seventh movie is in two parts so Okay, the seventh yeah. book is in two parts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So watch, watch both of those. Well, watch. I would say watch all eight, like just the whole oh, series. I would. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, I definitely would. I would definitely watch all eight over the course of like a week. Right. Really? So it's all like I mean, numb, fresh on your mind. Okay, so I'm gonna ask the conclusion real quick, and then we can oh. wrap up. Oh, that that was two. That was only two movies. Oh, what are the other three? Oh, did I say all of them? Oh, everybody wants to know. Uh, the Dark Knight, the last Harry Potter movie, Inception, Five Hundred Days of Summer. I mean, Inception's good. The Shawshank Redemption, probably. Yeah, Shawshank, classic. Shawshank, it's not IMDb's number one movie. Yeah, IMDb's number one movie. Yeah, it's actually a well-deserved choice. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's a lot of movies I love. I mean, I could probably list like a hundred if I wanted to. One more question for me. One more question. Go for it. How'd you how'd you get into uh, liking all these movies and everything? What what uh, what made you like want to start a blog and what 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 drives your uh, interest in movies? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's funny you ask that because it's it was around the time I saw Inception, and it was 2010, and my English teacher actually had an extra credit assignment to like mm-hmm. write movie reviews for like extra credit. That's cool. And I wrote them, and I was like, that was kind of fun to write that even though it's for an assignment. So around that time, I just saw a lot of films that really, you know, I started to see them from a different lens. Inception was a big one because it just blew me away. It was, mm-hmm. it, it's, good. Like, it's like, it's like a blockbuster, but it's very like intellectual and like forced you to think. And I, I don't know. I just, around that time when I was 14, I was knew I loved movies and kind of developed my yeah. interest over, over the years. That's cool. Another movie like like we were just talking about is Interstellar. I love Interstellar. Yeah, another Chris Nolan film. I just yeah. saw it again not too long ago. And I, I yeah. liked it a lot more the second time around. Mm-hmm. Everything's crazy. One interesting thing that I do want to bring up before we close out is about The Hangover. 
Yeah, it did win the Golden Globe Award for Best um, Comedy or Musical Film, which is kind of super rare for a movie like The Hangover that is like a, a raunchy comedy that like, it's not a dramedy, it's not a musical, it's not like a rom-com. Those are the movies that usually win those, and the fact that this wasn't one of them, it was just a pure comedy, I think makes that super rare. And it really speaks to how well The Hangover does what it's set out to do. I think raunchy comedies are very heavily overlooked, actually, by awards. Absolutely. Like, because they can be good. And Hangover was really just, like, showing that. Like, and would you, would you call it a lot of audience known for years. I don't know if I would call it a raunchy comedy because it really wasn't mm-hmm. that raunchy, would you? Oh, uh, yes, absolutely. I would. I think, too. yes. I mean, I just. Her definitions of raunchy are different. That's fair. <laughs> it's, it's not like subjective. The, it's subjective. It's subjective, yeah. I guess. The raunchiness. Yeah. There's definitely raunchier movies out there, but for sure. <laughs> Can I ask you another question? Sure. You probably get this a lot. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did Caesar live here? Um, no. I don't think so. Um, but wrapping up our discussion on The Hangover, I wanted to ask both of you, if, and, and Taylor, you're a sales guy, so this will be a fun question. But if you had to convince someone to watch this movie, you know, what would you tell them? What's your sales pitch? I would say if you're ever in a bad mood and you want something to cheer you up, watch this movie. This movie you know, in- instantly brings you know, laughter and you know, happiness. It's, it's a funny movie. It would cheer up your day, the whole day, I feel like, if you watch this movie. <laughs> what about you, Zach? What I would say about The Hangover is that from the moment it starts, you will be laughing, and you will keep laughing until the moment it ends. It is consistently funny throughout. That may sound simple, and that may sound easy. It really isn't. Uh, there are a lot of movies that try that and fail, because they don't have the consistent laughs throughout the movie. And I said this earlier, um, this movie doesn't have any lulls. It's really consistent with its laughs, and that's a surprisingly rare feat. That is important. Like, like it's also a comedy, too, like where you watch, and it's like, damn, that was actually a good movie. You don't, like, leave it feeling dumber, you know? You know, it's not like one of the – it's actually a good movie, you know? It's a good movie. That's – yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, like, it is funny. Even even my my girlfriend never seen it before, and I showed it to her, and she actually liked that movie because, you know, she's not into – dumb comedy movies yeah. <laughs> she's not really even a movie yeah. person but she, she thought it was really really funny yeah, it's hilarious and good i would say that the hangover is just the overall premise is kind of silly but it's told in a very like smart way the jokes are written exactly. well movie moves at a good pace it's just a lot of fun and yeah it's a movie i've seen like at least five times yeah i've probably seen i've probably seen it 20 <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I I'm too busy watching it. new movies to rewatch old movies. I know, I know. When, when you're I watching six movies a week, it's kind of tough to <laughs> fill in some of the, yeah. some of the older ones, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. The Hangover is just it. It was a successful movie for a reason, and it's just so much fun. Mm-hmm. All right, through a night we'll never remember, but the four of us will never forget. And with that, we're wrapping up our discussion on The Hangover. I would like to thank Taylor for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a good time. I, I, this is my first podcast, and uh, you know, <laughs> this, is, this is fun. And from all of us at Cinema Convos, thanks for listening, and we hope you tune in next time.